I'm Annie Legg from Dot Project and Tech for Good Southwest. So Tech for Good Southwest was originally Tech for Good Bath and Bristol and essentially really it's advocating around the movement of Tech for Good and that could be anything from like how to support charity sector around using technology to actually anything from uh, ethical AI to actually designing with users in mind around new technology. So it's, it's really fairly all-encompassing but fundamentally it's about creating a movement here in the Southwest to have the conversation around Tech for Good. Today was our very first unconference. What we really heard from our network over the last few months was that people were keen to be back, talking to each other, convening, uh, meeting other people, not just online. So we thought we'd actually try something where we brought people together, but in a kind of loosely structured way that allowed lots of conversation. Um, so we're here in Bristol um, and we've had like a wonderful a group of very different sectors represented today from public sector to charities, tech companies, a lot of other networks as well, just come together to really share what they've observed around the challenges uh, in, with tech um, and to see where we can connect and come together and make some change and do something great. So the topic we were discussing was how to help charities level up with their tech skills and using the many tech skills out there to help charities do better at what they already do and the challenges around that the challenges around uh, them finding each other like organizations that have the talent and have the ability to educate finding the charities that need the help the charities knowing what help they need you know you don't know what you don't know kind of space um, and I think we ultimately boiled it down to like the, the most actionable thing right now is to really look at it at more of a local lens find these groups that are emotionally or at least geographically invested in an area and connect them? So we talked about the digital inclusion and exclusion and we started interrogating why we have this idea of digital inclusion or offering something digital is, should be by default. Is that really the way it should go? And if we are giving people options, maybe to do things differently. So we talked about is that we're creating exclusion is that because people don't have access or because people lack trust, for example? So we were talking about diversity and inclusion in tech and within the workspace in general. Um, we had some really, really interesting conversations about all different sectors of diversity from sex, race, age, class, um, you know, language, everything like that. Um, but our main topic of discussion always ran down to an unconscious bias within your workplace and how you have to actively work to fight against unconscious bias whether it is having those conversations or having things in place regularly that help promote diversity. I was leading a discussion on sustainability. Um, probably the, the most interesting part of the conversation that, that seemed to really resonate with everyone on the table was around growth and whether it is possible to grow sustainably and whether sustainable growth is possible at all. Um, and we talked about that in the context of donor economics as well. So in the social impact discussion, we talked about how we, uh, those that are making impact measure many different things and the fact that often multiple interventions make up an impact. So it may be across different organisations, different personnel that actually that impact is having. So how do you measure that? Also that the impact measurements when you are defining them need to be user-led. So uh, our discussion topic was on design, user interface, user experience and how to build that into people's projects and processes. The biggest thing that came out was that it was a problem 
and that people saw that it was time consuming, uh, costly and that they struggled with the buy-in. So we talked through some of the things that you can do which are quicker. Uh, some of the things that don't cost much more money, how to communicate with stakeholders to get the buy-in, to be able to do all of these things, and talking about that you are not the user as well. So asking your teammates or thinking from, I would do this, that's not what your user would do. The discussion we're having the topic was around social mobility and tech, which was quite interesting because we had some quite direct personal experience in terms of social mobility and inclusion from the board members, which was awesome, some at the table, which was really interesting. There's also people like direct delivery providers as well, and it was quite interesting hearing their experiences of how they're trying to work uh, to challenge social mobility and the issues they felt within the third sector and organisations around people making decisions, as I said, where the money sat, as it were, and who's making decisions with that money. So it was a power conversation going on. It was broadly just about volunteering. Um, so we had a pretty even split between people who were looking to contribute and wanted to know more about how to get into volunteering, you know, a couple of people who are at or nearing retirement age and be like, okay, what am I going to do with my time? How am I going to get back? Uh, many having bemoaned their former corporate lives and stuff like that. And then the other half of the group were, were people who work with large volunteer bases or they are doing that sort of matchmaking, like I said earlier, of like, here's an organization with a need that needs something very, very specific right now. How do we find someone who's willing to do that for free? Um, so lots of challenges around that. But I think the thing we boiled that one down to was the groups in our in our, our conversation that were talking about succeeding and having those longer term, you know, like year plus long relationships with their volunteers were ones that very clearly defined the two-way street part of the volunteering, not just the, oh, I have need, you're willing to do whatever for free. Okay, we'll work together. That burns out after a few months. But if you clearly define what is volunteer getting out of this, what does what does the organization need, and how are they both going to grow together, is the is the key to making it a sustainable long-term thing. So I think the main takeaway from today that interests me is the conversation we were having in one of the breakout groups around um, effective collaboration about getting effective partnerships going between tech companies and charities. And I think quite often a lot of us come into this with the idea that tech companies are almost like donors giving help to charities and charities have to receive it as though they're beneficiaries or almost grateful and I think the message that's coming through loud and clear is that it needs to be actually a partnership between equals in which both the charities and the tech firms benefit in equal measure there has to be respect there has to be trust but it has to be a partnership in which both gain things that are absolutely core to their organization objectives it's about shifting the mindset so it's not about one being a beneficiary and one being a donor, but it's about a partnership of equals. So that's, that's one really big takeaway for me that came through the conversations that I was part of. And what would you like to see this network taking forward? I think just being able to start those conversations and um, get people who are interested in creating a better world with what they do, talking to each other. Hopefully these kind of conversations are gonna help promote really interesting things within tech for good space. Yeah.